Hello, my friends. Nick Labretti here for JR Cigars. And here at JR, we are passionate about everything. You want cigars? We're passionate about Romeo, Monte Cristo, Aging Room. You passionate about cigar cutters, lighters? We have everything. We are passionate about life here at JR Cigars and only here at JR Cigars. Did we get it? I'm not sure. What do you mean you're not sure? I'm out here busting my hump. I got Mike Guy in here. Get this freaking camera out of the way. At JR Cigars, we're passionate about everything. Boom, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 346, Jordan. That's a lot of Of episodes. Smoke Night Live. You know, way back in the day, uh, when we first started doing these, I'm talking episodes 1 through 25, what we normally would do, Jordan, is we would just sort of like chat with the dojo community. And that was bef oh, yeah. before we started getting guests and We'd stuff. We'd have them on the so show? Like, yeah, like the whole idea of the show was just an extension of the Dojo app. And those are some really, really fun shows. And we'd film most of the shows out of a bar. Yeah. And that we'd, sometimes there'd be bagpipes. Sometimes Competitions was, in the background. Yeah. We had to deal with it. We had to deal with whatever we had to deal with. Um, I, I was zoomed in. Now you know why. Yes. I know, no, that was smart. Just, you're, that's why you're the producer. But I had to be on. I had, I had to see. The and people had to see me. So anyways, um, but over time, the show sort of evolved into like an interview-style show. And um, that's sort of where we are now, which is great. Uh, but we thought it would be fun to kind of get back to our roots. Sometimes it's fun to just have a show where we're just chatting with the folks, having a good time. And so nation. That is what we're going to do tonight. The, the theme of tonight's show is Ask Sensei. And so all week long, I ask the dojo community to come up with some questions, whether they be serious, funny, entertaining, or otherwise ridiculously stupid. <laughs> and we've come up with 20 questions that we're going to answer tonight on the show. But mainly we're going to be just chatting with you guys. In fact, if you're, if you're watching the show... Feel free to give your answers to the questions as well. Uh, but the, 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 the idea here is out of these 20 questions, I'm going to ask Matt to come sit by me. Matt, will you come sit by me? There's the full angle. Matt, would you please come sit by me? Because I'm lonely tonight. There's no... Oh, I don't have headphones. There's... Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get, get, grab those headphones. I forgot to get you those headphones. Um, grab those headphones right there. Anyways, there's 20 questions, and... We're going to, if you are one of the 20 questions, you're automatically a finalist. So I went through all the questions. Some of them were repeats. Some of them were um, not good. Um, hold <laughs> Looking on. at you, Kevin. Uh -huh. Just kidding. No, don't say that. I'm just that joking. I just um, picked a random commenter. No, that was the not <laughs> one that you don't pick. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, out of the 20... One person at the end of the show, we will do a random uh, uh, a generator, and one person is going to win. Actually, it turns out, Matt, it's more than 20 cigars. Oh, is it? Yeah. It, there's more than 20 cigars in the bag. I threw some, I threw some bonus. Thank you, Jordan. I'm just going to have this on the whole show. I said, Let's no, do it. God, no. 
I threw some bonus sticks in the bag at the last minute because I looked at the I looked at the twenty cigars, Matt. In a bag, it doesn't look like a lot. Well, no, it's it like a million dollars in a briefcase. The, some of them weren't that great. Oh, I'm okay. just gonna be honest. There was like ten of them that I was like, eh, they're okay, you know. But I, so I threw right. some better ones in at the end. Um, anyways, you're gonna win. You're gonna win a bag of cigars. It's probably like twenty five or so. It's gonna be the best day of your life. Best day of your life. This um, is the greatest night of our lives. There he is. See how I set myself up. Um, oh, that's the one <laughs> bad done. thing about Connor not having the speaker. He doesn't get he to doesn't hear. Get the he doesn't get to hear the, the music. He doesn't get to hear oh, the. They don't even know we're talking. We got a new guy in the studio here. There's Connor. Guy. There he is right there. Is that Josh Allen? Connor, look at him. Nathan McKinnon, maybe? Nathan McKinnon? It could be. Let's just say it's Nathan McKinnon. That's I like Nathan McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon came to watch the show he tonight. He's to in the studio. Show. He's got the Stanley Cup. It's right behind him. Yeah, boom. Um, by the way, I, I'm really disappointed, Matt. I know. Out of the 20 questions we got. Not one of them had to do with who won the Stanley Cup this year. Not one of them. <laughs> who did win the Stanley Cup this I year? I mean, uh, do you guys realize who you're dealing with here? This is my, this is my number one thing. You probably won in first place. The Colorado Avalanche. So. Oh, we got an early question. Jeff Todd okay. wants to know when we're going to announce the next Hall of Fame class. I know. It's been a while. We were going to do that last winter, and then... We didn't. <laughs> that's <laughs> well. That's the thing about the Hall of Fame class is you, you, you don't know when mm. it's going to happen. Yeah. So maybe next time we have to do like ten or fifteen people. Yeah, we can't make it too predictable. You know, I don't know. I will for sure have to do ten people because we haven't done it for like two years. I don't know. Anyways, um, let's get to first of all, guys. Mashugana. Uh, today was the second half of the sale on Smokin. Let me see if I can get that. Look at that bad boy. Oh, oh there we go. Oh yeah. Perfect focus. The Meshuggah. I'm smoking. I just lit one up right now. That's what it looks like. Sexy. That is what it looks like. Sexy. Folks, I think there's like 22 packs left. Ooh, look So at that. if you want to get a bundle of Meshuggah, um, you're going to have to uh, go to the doge, uh, CigarDojo.com. You can click on the top article. There's a link in there to buy. Boom, boom. You can get yourself a pack before they're all gone because they're going to be gone probably by tomorrow. By the way, Smoke In was going to, uh, just a bit of housekeeping here. Smoke In was going to um, let their people know. Because, like, right now it's only dojo people have the link. So they were going to let their people know. But there was a slight problem with ordering today. Oof. And some people went to order, and the thing didn't work. It actually happened to me. Um, and so because of that, we decided, me and the Smoke In guys, Abe and Alex, we decided that we would just let it stay out there for just dojo people only until Monday or Tuesday and then if there's any left, you know, 10 packs or 5 packs or whatever, then they'll, um, they'll let the rest of the people know. That's so, a good call. You, so you have all weekend. Now, if they sell out, they sell out. I mean, with dojo people. But um, dojo. anyways, that's the story. There's still um, a very small. The first 150 sold at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest in, in about two hours. Boom, gone. Jeff Todd smoking one right now. Um, Digging it. There we go. That's what we're talking Smoke about. Um, so Love them. Mm-hmm. So tonight on the show, we're going to do... Have we ever done this before, Jordan? I mean, specifically done this before? Like, not officially. We would just have guys use a hashtag back in the yeah, day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now we got slideshows. Tonight is the first official uh, episode of Ask Sensei. But it's not just Ask Sensei. It's really... It's Ask Jordan. It's Ask Matt. You know, it's Ask the Dojo community if you're watching... Uh, Connor's over there on his phone. He could post answers if he wants to. We, if if you have a particularly interesting answer, Jordan might put it up on screen. If it, you know, and so it's it, we're hanging out. Right. 
You know, old school. Old school style. It's a Friday night herf. This is what we do on Friday nights. We smoke cigars. Oh, we Mark Burns. Are, ask Dojo, are there hidden Dojo logos in the Meshuggah band? So see if any, anybody on Facebook tell me how many Dojo logos are total are on the Meshuggah band. Um, we'll see if anybody gets it right. Um, Mike Hankins smoking the Dojo Perdomo champagne. Uh, there's still some of those left at JR Cigar, too, by the way. We actually made quite a bit of those, so there's still some of those left if you didn't get in on that as well. Um, anyhow, should we get into this, boys? Let's do it. Matt, yeah! is, this, is this your first time behind the microphone this over is here? My, my, my second time, second time in okay. the seat. Nice. But the first time, we did a name that tune, and it got taken down. So. All right, we got oh. a, the, the answers are pouring in. We got a ten. We got a four. We got a ten. We got a thirteen. No. We got a seven. No, all, all, all of those are wrong. Miss. All of you those can't just wrong. say numbers, guys. You got to say the right number. Say the right one. Don't say any. Don't say wrong numbers. All right. So here's the deal. What are you smoking? Just kidding. I yeah, I'm smoking them. I'll tell you what I'm smoking. I wish I was smoking them sugar, but I'm smoking Imperial Stout oh, barrel wow. aged. Also amazing. And this thing's got some serious age on it by now. You pulled some of those out of your humidor last week, didn't you? Yeah, the Camacho Burger battle's going on. I pulled out a box. Now mm. I'm just you know, once it's open, I'm gonna smoke through this thing. Uh I, I got there is a correct answer, I see. I don't know if somebody else got it before him, but uh Jeff Todd did get it right. And then Chad followed up with, with five? Yeah, yeah. Five. There's five. There's five dojo logos. One is the dojo uh, 10th anniversary logo right in the middle on the top. And then there's two on either side of that. So there you go. That's the answer. Five. If you're at a party and you're trying to pick up chicks, you, now you're going to know. It's given. <laughs> you're going to know. <laughs> you're in. The, the answer to the, because like, she's probably going to be like, hey, man, like how many dojo logos are is, on is there? Is there something secret and if about you, that cigar? If you say the, the wrong answer. She's going to know. Yeah, she's, she's going to know. She's going to know, and you're going to look like a fool. You're going to feel really stupid, and you're going to go home alone. All right, let's get right to it. Ask Sensei! It's time to ask Sensei. So our first question comes, ladies and gentlemen, from none other than up north. Moose. America's hat. The moose. Eric Ahi. Eric Ahi asks, can you change the rules halfway through a cornhole match? Ask Sensei! So, um... This this definitely comes from um, the Docella Festival. There was some yeah, controversy. There was some controversy. There was some controversy, Matt. Me and Jordan were too good. So too people, good. We won twice in a row. Some people wanted to, people to start throw a wrench into rules. our championship, put an asterisk on it. They couldn't. Let's just say this. Let's just say this. It you can do anything you want if the cornhole tournament is at your house. Right. Right. But I also I, I'm, I'm gonna sit but next to you guys. Okay. Yeah. That's uh-huh. fine. I would say this, for in reality, in reality, in reality, no, you, we should probably, uh, we should probably outline the house rules better. Yes. We should out- outline the house rules better. I think there's only one guy that's going to read the rules. That's okay. <laughs> but that's okay. As long as they exist. Right. I, I'm fine with that. He All might right. give the rules to everyone else now, who needs them, too. Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. really, the only rules have to be decided on are the, those four guys that are playing in that moment. Like, if as long as those four guys agree on the rules, that game is I mean, now its own as game. Long as, they, as they, long as it's not like a ridiculous thing. Right. 
right? Like I wouldn't want you know. Like, oh, you yeah, you couldn't say like this game goes to a hundred. You got to throw. You got to put the bag on your foot and you got to kick. You know, like that would be stupid, right? And and also they they can't be like, oh, we made the rules for our turn and now we're going to make those rules for the tournament turn, right? The championship. But I will say this, you guys, Tanner, Kevin, if you're listening. I get that in the pro cornhole tournament, they just go to 21. There's no going back. But let me tell you a little story about cornhole. Because when somebody first brought up the whole idea of cornhole to me back in the day, I said, this is the stupidest game ever. Right. That's so dumb. It wasn't until Jack Hire said, no, you guys, like, there's strategy involved. If you go over 21, you go back to 11. And all of a sudden... Jordan, if, do you have like a light bulb graphic that you put on top of my head? <laughs> I wish. If you had a light bulb graphic that you could put on top of my head, all of a sudden I was like, ah, like this right, game it goes is from cool. being like, oh, that's fun. We just throw bags at holes all night. Right. To, like, but then oh. it changed everything yes. because here's what happens: you can be at twenty, and the other team can be at four. You still have a you great chance. Not, yeah. Oh yeah. Because not only can they maybe go over, but they're playing so carefully right. not to go over they're not scoring points that they they can't get points that's the beauty of the game that is the closer is you get to winning the harder, the harder it gets it is, to win right. right that's what's so well and also just because that's the way that they play in the pro tournament that doesn't mean we should do it here like if i'm playing football out in the park i don't like implement like safety rules and like <laughs> kicking field goals and stuff you know like we're playing just football in the park there's no offsides in street hockey yeah right there's no offsides in street hockey anyway there is icing so I love the idea. I that my favorite part of cornhole. My favorite part of cornhole is the, if you go the over bust. the bus, the bust. because That's it just changes. Part. It just changes everything, and it makes right. it such a. Otherwise, fun it's just. Is it talent to just score every time? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Well, yeah. yeah. It is. But if both teams score every time, you're playing pure talent. Then that's just like you're both scoring every time. But if there's strategy to it, now the well. team. That's why I don't work. watch pro right. cornhole because it's boring. It's, it's, it's like watching pro bowling. It's right? literally everyone gets ten. So boring. You want to watch Superman do anything? It's boring. <laughs> he can do anything. That's why. The, hey, Anyways, that by the way, let's just get it out of the way. Congratulations to Matt and Jordan. We won. They won two years Again. in a row. It's now so now there's been four champions total. Uh, the well, first three. The first champion, uh, even though we kind of really weren't tracking it, but. We've got to give it to them because that's really what kicked it off. It was Tommy Lazuka and Eric Espinosa as a team. They were unbeatable. Unbeatable. And they killed everybody. Then the next year, uh, it was me and Emmett. Mm -hmm. We won. We made a kind of a comeback, and we won at the end. And then the last two years, it's been, it's been you guys. Now we need to get – we've been wanting to do this, but get like a Stanley Cup-style trophy mm -hmm. every year, add on the team. Maybe on Friday at the beer tree, you could take, you it, to with take you. it with you. You fill it up with beer mm. at the breweries. I like that idea. Like your day with the cup kind of a yes. thing? Yeah, the cup. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next question. We've beat Cornhole to death. The cornhole. next question on Ask Sensei is, I'd be curious, what cigar is your most prized cigar in your humidor? Great question, Joe Machado. Machado. Um, what a fun name to say, too. For me, for me... I have this cigar by Espinosa. It's just called X. And it's a band, the nice looking band and everything. It was one of Eric Espinosa's first ever cigars that they produced. But they ran into, as you can imagine, yeah. trademark yeah. issues with the X on the label. And so they instantly, they, it didn't ever even go 
you know, to production or whatever, or to, you know, consumers. Just went to your humidor. And so I've got one. What would it take for you to smoke that? To smoke it? Yeah. I would never smoke it. I would never smoke it. But somebody could buy it from me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you're going to give me, if you're going to give me LFD, NFT uh, style money, it's up for, it's up for sale, baby. Make an offer. We'll see what happens. What about you, Matt? You got anything? So... I don't I don't have the craziest humidor, but I do have one thing that I, I'm excited about. The first time we went to IPCPR, we went to Enfuego, and I bought an old man in the sea mm, with the tap okay. black in it. Yeah. I still have that. It's like the oldest thing I have in my humidor. Nice. It's great. I also have, uh, by the way, I have a Padron 1926 Maduro that I bought like... When I first From started, first. when I first started smoking, oh, wow. and I was like, "I'm gonna smoke this in ten years," but I still can't bring myself to smoke. No, it. it's just now it's more fun. What about you, Jordan? It. Anything strike um, your fancy in your? Got humor? a few cool things. We went on the Davidoff trip, and the, their top roller rolled us each uh, one of the Royales. Um, I've got some Davidoff Diademus Venus. That's mm, the, God, probably the best thing I've got. I've got some old Bahikis, uh, and then Abe from Smoke In. For when I when we had our third daughter, second daughter, third kid, um, <laughs> he he made me some custom banded uh, Camacho American uh, barrel aged with I sent her, I sent him a photo of her and banded them and everything. So cool! Wow, you got so lots you of go. good stuff. Made me and you look stupid. I, I have one yeah. more thing that I'm I, I really custom like. kid cigars in your guys' face. I set two O'Socks aside from oh, yeah. Addison That's turns cool. eighteen to smoke with him. Remember that Christmas that I that busted, busted out, out a bunch of O-Socks? So how much age will they have? The original One Shot, One Kill by Matt Booth. By the way, that's still, 18, right? still Matt Booth's. No, because you started when he, you're going to give it to him when he's 18. Right. But they're older than he is, aren't they? He's, a, he's 11 now. What year was he born? 2011. Yeah, because they already had two, one, one or two years aged nah, before he was born. Not one or two. They're, they're, I think they're 2012. Oh yeah. So. Oh no, I'm th- yeah, getting you're, backwards. You're backwards. <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> Matt's hard when you're on screen. Jordan's good at math, but not on camera. He's not. All right. Uh, good question there, Joe. Uh, let's go to the next question. Question number three. All right. Hold on. <laughs> Jordan. I'm frazzled. <laughs> All right. This one comes from Jeremy Dasher, who, by the way, has a killer set of dreadlocks. Uh, yeah, what are your nice. thoughts on NFTs in the cigar industry? Uh, we were just kind of talking about NFTs a minute ago. All right, so here's, here's my thought, and I'd love to get Matt and uh, Jordan's take on this. And, by the way, anybody who's watching, I think they're super cool. Like, I love it. But I can tell already, just, just already I can tell that even though you don't have to buy them and you can just ignore them entirely if you want to... I can already tell that there's going to be a lot of people that just get annoyed by this. Mm-hmm. Like they just don't even want they don't even want to talk about it cuz they're not in it. So to them it's like there's this thing going on, I can't be a part of it. I hate it. So me personally, I think it's pretty cool, but I do see a segment of the cigar smoking population that is just going to absolutely hate this as time goes on. Right. Yeah, for me it's I love the idea of them making their way into the industry, but as a consumer, it's got to be, like, what what is it going to do for me? Like, right now, there's nothing that really works for a consumer. 
Right. Like eventually, Jordan, I think there could be some releases that maybe could be more. Well, yeah, it's already getting affordable into, or it's already getting into more of a, the realm where like, OK, I can see how this makes sense. Like when you I think United might have been the first one that came out with one last year. That was kind of when NFT, when the mainstream became familiar with NFTs and you're just like, OK, so they just took a photo of their cigar and I'm supposed to buy it for some reason. Like NFTs as a whole go through this problem of just speculation. And you're like, OK, the, the best ones, the Board Ape Yacht Club. You know, they become huge, but mm-hmm. there's a billion other ones that nobody likes. Uh, and so the way they us- they are getting around that is adding utility to them. Um, maybe instead of Facebook groups, you could have guys buying into. Usually, there's a ten thousand NFT release, and that's like your stake in the group. And so, like instead of a Facebook group, you can have these Discord groups where you have an NFT that's your your ticket into the group, and you feel like you're more involved because you have a stake in the group. Right. Or yeah, you I could, like that. You could have like companies that the that are uh, they call them DAOs is a dis, uh, decentralized autonomous organization that's just run by all the people that own uh, NFTs and they're maybe they could be like that's your ticket to vote on the blends that they're coming out with and then you're actually having a say in how the companies run that kind of thing. Now one problem too is if you are an older guy like me, it's really hard to even understand how to buy an NFT. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a hurdle. Well, I've seen a lot of guys having that issue even with the LFD thing and, like, and, and maybe even smoke in. They're like, well, how do I do this? And like, at this point, you don't have to know anything. Just let the retailers buy it, and then you just go buy that cigar from the retailer. Right, but what if you want that NFT? Right. Then, yeah, then you might. Then you got to figure out how to do it. It's, not, it's actually not that hard. It's not super easy. So, in, <laughs> it's not that hard. In, 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 summary, in summary, I like it. I'm a fan yes. of it because I think it adds interest. But it's and, got a ways to go. And it, oh, Jordan, just explain real quick the, well, yeah, the Padron thing. Oh, well, yeah, back in the day, 2015, I think, Padron came out with their 50th anniversary humidor. Kind of similar. Um, you know, there's a limited amount, and the retailers would buy this super expensive humidor. And then having access to that humidor, they could refill it a certain amount of times a year. There was only a small there amount was, of those humidors, right? It came, I think, you had to, I can't remember if you had to buy it in Maduro or natural, or if you got 50-50. But after that, you could refill it with either. Um, so when it first came out, it was like $100 a stick when they were actually selling it. But then when they got the refills, it went down to like $75, $50. And it's kind of the same thing as this, only now you have the NFT. The retailer has the NFT, and it's a ticket to that humidor. And then they can then sell the NFT in the future if they ever want to, to another retailer or another guy. And now he has the ticket to that to order more of those LFD cigars. Um, so and if, it's a good way to handle the ownership of this. Thing. Ownership of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great way to think I mean, of it. I mean, it can enforce it digitally, but it, the one thing it can't do, obviously, is enforce, you know, the retailer actually has to give that humanoid to the other retailer. I don't know. Right. You know, They'd have to make some to sort of each other on that side one, agreement on that one. Right. All right. Uh, good question. Uh, all right. Let's go to the next one, which is question number something. Four. Uh, here we go. This one comes from our good buddy Bill CD from the uh, northwest portion of the United States. Explain to the Dojaverse why Zinfandel is your go-to red wine and what's your favorite so far. Uh, great question, Bill. So here's why I'm a Zinfandel guy because like back in the day, I was not a wine guy at all. And one night, my wife and I were at a wine bar and the sommelier, is that how you say it? Yeah, I think that's right. The sommelier 
recommended uh, the, the Prisoner to us. Uh, so a lot of you guys might be familiar with the Prisoner red wine, and we absolutely loved it. All of a sudden, it was kind of like having the Padron sixty four when I first started smoking cigars. It was like I had the Prisoner. And it That's just how had, you do it. It right? had so much flavor and like buttery finish, and I was just like, my mind was blown. It was like, wow, like I get red wine all of a sudden. So then you, you know what you do next? You go to your local liquor store and you say, I can't afford prisoner every bottle of wine. Can you? Costco's got them pretty cheap. Yeah, they're still thirty nine bucks. Yeah. Costco uh, per, for a bottle. You can't do that. You know, two, three times a week. Um, I can't anyways. Unless you have the NFTs that I've got. So, um, <laughs> so I go, you go to your liquor store and you say, like, what is kind of like The Prisoner? And what most people will say is, if you like The Prisoner, it's heavy on Red Zin, so you're probably going to like something in the Zinfandel portfolio. And so that is why I'm a Zin guy. Now, what are my favorites? Like, I love Saldo. Saldo is like 20... Well, it used to be it used to be 19 bucks. Now it might be 25. Saldo is absolutely phenomenal. Um, if you're going to go cheaper than that, if you, want, if you want a cheap Zin that's pretty good, um, there's a ton of them, but like uh, Seven Deadly Zins is good. Um, there's one that's like OSV or uh, OSZ or something like that. There's a bunch. If you get a if you get a Zin that's from Lottie, it is it Lottie? Is it Lodi? I don't know. I, if somebody tells me this every, every single time, time somebody says they say it, and I like I'm gonna log that one. Right, can't. It's can't always it. different. But if you get a Zin from Lottie or Lodi, California, Lodi, I don't even know. Um, they're almost always pretty good. And so if you spend 15 bucks, it pairs a ama- most of them pair very very good with. With cigars, um, so, so there you go. Take great, that, Bill. Great question, <laughs> Bill. Um, thank you for that question. Let's go to question number five. Question five. Question five comes from none other than cigar surgeon John McTavish, developing palettes. What item or technology do you hope will be obsolete in fifteen years? Oh, that's, that's a good. That's a great question. Sensei um, says. All right, so here's here's mine. I'll let you guys answer as well. You know what I hate right now is I hate I hate streaming services. Like I hate the fact that I have to have Hulu. I got to have Netflix. I got to have uh, um, Paramount. I've got to have Peacock. I've got to mm-hmm. have uh, Disney. I've got to have this. I got to have that. And then when you get them, so now I now I have all these different bills that i'm paying and i I can't each one has a different interface like i just long back in the day like when i had a tv we had three channels we had three channels and one public access channel but you don't want the three channels and you had to watch the tv uphill both ways (laughs) i guess but my point is is i knew that if there was a show that was going to be on channel seven i would just turn it to channel seven Mm -hmm. and that's where the show yeah but the show would be you didn't have I any know. options. I'm saying but the simplicity that, of simplicity. the ID. Now the, we need that part of we it. need somebody to combine all these things right. together. You pay one subscription. It's called Maybe TV. It's cable. It's kind of funny because that's how that's how cable was right when it first started. But now I do like the fact that I can stream at any time. Right, like movies on and shows on demand. I like that part of it. That part of it I love. Yes, Bill what Power I, says. I still the FDA. watch the same. What I don't love is this just mishmash of streaming services. Right. 
I have a folder on my Apple TV that just says cable, and it's all those streaming services in it. But you still have to open one up. I still have up. to open each one up. Right. Yes. Right. I mean, is there, what about you, Matt? Is there any uh, other technologies that you wish would become obsolete? Well, so Toaster. It was items or technology. Oh, well. I mean, I hate the air fryer. It's, it's stupid. You have an oven. You air have fryers an air fryer. are pretty You don't good. need an air fryer. Yeah. But no. I was going to say, can, this might be a stretch, but can we just get rid of roundabouts? Mm. No, roundabouts. Roundabouts are the worst. We should have ever only invented. roundabouts. No, just they got to go. <laughs> roundabouts are the best. I spend more time at a roundabout than any stop sign. I've never been to. Who are you, Chevy Chase? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's Big Ben, guys. <laughs> I've never stopped at a roundabout once. You just oh, keep man. going. No, they're stupid. Oh, I, I think I'm somewhere in between you guys on this one, but I kind of see your point. Keep adding them, and they're they're better for uh, crashes. You don't have any of these T-bone situations. But everybody's trained. If somebody does crash, they stop. You're, you're crashing off for a stop the side. They, so they stop. stop anyways. And then you're just there's a line to get into the roundabout, which you don't need. It's supposed to just go. Here's what I do, Matt. I don't even look. I just go just through at going. like seventy miles an hour. Oh, Whatever happens, happens. You're over it. Well, no matter what, if you have four way stop, or whatever. Somebody doesn't know what they're doing. There's no that's true fix for that. <laughs> but at least this one, you can the f- the flow moves a little quicker. That, that I do like that. So that's why I say I'm somewhere in between. I would say uh, let's get rid of Facebook. It sucks. <laughs> Goodness, and maybe TikTok. I'll add TikTok on there. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna argue with that one at all, Jordan. All right. I'm not gonna argue with that one. All right, let's go to the next question. This is question number six, and it comes from none other than Jeffrey from the Dojoverse, not including Deshaun Watson. Who is the biggest tool in the NFL, and why is it Russell Wilson? And he says, in my best Ron Burgundy voice, let's ride. Now He had a question mark at the end of that. Let's ride? Um, look. I'm Ron Burgundy. Why in the world would you not like Russell Wilson? I mean, come on. He is just the nicest. Like, for some reason, like there's some guys in the NFL, like Tim Tebow and stuff. Like, there's no reason to hate them. You might not think that they're it's, the best player it's usually the nicest guy yeah. and some reason you have to hate him because people want to tear down somebody that's better than them like mm-hmm. that guy's too nice he's, he's got to nice. have something in going on that's he's actually happy. not good why is he so happy he's just good, like sometimes there's just good guys now it, now full disclosure we're bronco fans <laughs> and yes i liked yeah. him i liked we, him before I, just got Russell i liked him Wilson. as he was beating us in the super bowl like he's just a yes. nice guy now here's one thing i'll say we didn't play him at all in the preseason because we didn't want him to get injured. And we just signed him to a $245 million five-year deal. This happened two days ago. Now, my theory is to make sure that we protect our investment, we should just not play him. Like, if we all, just didn't play long? him for the next five years, yeah. he for sure wouldn't be injured. What do you think of that plan, Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah okay, I agree. <laughs> no, but actually... You know who's kind of a tool, but I like him anyways? Yeah. Is Rob Gronkowski. Like Gronk? he, He's your typical, like, <laughs> sports numbnut kind of guy, you know? But I, I like him anyways. I, I used to hate him, oh, but man, I've, he's like Brady. Like, I've grown to, he's, like... He's funny. I've grown to like him a it's, little yeah. bit. You can't hate Tom Brady. You can't. I, you I can't hate Tom Brady. Gronk, I hated gets, Tom Brady you, you, so badly until, like, he won, like, his 37th Super Bowl. Yeah. And then I was just like, ah. Uh, you can't, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Gronky, because you could, you could probably still hate Gronky. No, nah, but he's, the, what's, mean, what's uh, the hate? He's just a big doofus. Like, we got an Antonio Brown. Mm. Oh, that. That's a good one. Right? That is, who said that? That was Patrick. Patrick. 
That that's uh, got to be my. That is player. actually a good. Uh, that's actually a really yeah, good. Yeah, come on, you got guys like this running yeah. around, and you're making fun of Russell Wilson. Mm. Patrick, excellent, um, excellent observation by Patrick. I say, I say, I switch all my answers to Patrick's Antonio Brown. <laughs> good job, Let's Patrick. Get him on the show. Come on, Patrick Larkin, you are my hero. All right, what's the next question, Jordan? Question number seven comes from none other than Chad to Chad. Chad, Ooh, Chad. That guy's kind of cool. what, <laughs> what song hits you with a wave of nostalgia every time you hear it? Mm. Mm. Matt? Chad. Um, Anything so, pop into your mind? It's, it took me a minute, but I, I think um, Weezer Say It Ain't So. Oh. Uh, that, that song. Oh, God. That's the one. Here goes Jordan. Nailed it. (laughs) All right. right, Oh, okay, okay. We want good. You want me to do the solo? We want good nostalgia. Want good nostalgia. (laughs) That's a good one. The bus ride to school every day. That song would play. Rock band was one of the best songs to play on rock band. Mm. I just love that song. What you think of the bus when you're riding the bus? That's what you think of when you hear that song. Yes. Okay. What about you, Jordan? Anything jump at uh, you? Uh. I, I would, I think, uh, go with Peaches by the Presidents of the United States oh, of America. Yeah. When, when we Millions were kids, of peaches. you had, you know, you peaches had a few, for me. we had a, yeah. a decent CD player set up, and that's all we would do. Remember they also did that Little Doom Buggy song on that song? Little Blue Doom Burger! <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Lump. Lump. Lump, yeah. Come on. Uh, I would Weird probably... Al covered it, Gump. Pretty good. Oh yeah, that's right. I want to see that new Weird Al movie. Yeah. It, looks it looks good. <laughs> so it looks hilarious. Yes. Like that. That they, looks funny. It, maybe they can still make it, comedies. Like maybe this could we'll be. We'll see. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, way back. Like we go roller skating. Like when I was like a young young kid, and that song by the Bay City Rollers, Saturday Night. You know, Saturday Night. Like that song. If I hear it, like on the radio or anywhere. I'm instantly taken back hmm. to those, you know, you get the roller skates with the four wheels, and they had four, you know, but they were, like, next to each other. I'm not talking, like, rollerblade style. I, I think they discontinued those before we were kids. Did they? Yeah. Well, not for me. And that was... <laughs> not for me. That was, that was it, baby. You, you hear that song, and you knew you had to be on that rink skating. Oh, it was great. Sean, All right. Sean uh, Fuller's got take on me. What's... Oh, oh take... Oh, yeah, uh-huh. That's a good one. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's good, Sean. That's another one. Like I, re- that, I think of that as I, I think of obviously who doesn't think of the video, right? You think oh, of the video. One of the best videos you know? of all time. So good. Uh, it was such. It was so great. All right, let's go to the next question. Yeah. What do we got? This one comes from somebody named Eric Espinoza. Uh, number number eight. Why is it in baseball if you hit the foul pole, it's fair? All right, here because baseball has some of the weirdest, <laughs> bizarre. Rules I've ever like. There's a thing called a balk where, like, if, oh. if you're about to pitch and you like look, you like look for a, a certain amount of time in another direction, and then you throw the ball like that's illegal. It's, Jack what? tried to explain that to us like 15 times, and he just left because we couldn't figure it out. It made no sense. And then, and then, not only that, but not every baseball stadium is even the same size. Right? Like, can you imagine playing hockey and you're like. Yeah, in this stadium, it's uh, <laughs> in this rink you have uh, two hundred yards. Yeah. Kind of like cornhole, yeah. right? 
Oh, <laughs> you know, in 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 this one, in this hockey arena, the nets are a lot bigger. Yes, so <laughs> they're soccer yeah. nets. Well, yeah, I, it could it could uh, couldn't really work in any other sport, but that's kind of why I, I'll give it to him. I like that. Yeah, I mean, there's some charm. And to that. I didn't even know until that question was read that that is even a thing. I don't know anything about baseball. There's <laughs> how much? How often does that happen? There's one stadium where if you hit the ball into some bushes. You, you you get a two run um, that's the game ground dude. rule double you lost you win the whole game <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. look guys I'm, I I apologize in advance I'm not a baseball guy I'm just saying <laughs> some really freaking weird rules but I gotta say this I do love I do love the history tradition especially when it gets yes. around to like the World Series like that is really fun time like it's kind of chilly mm-hmm. out. And it's it is super cool. Like there's some, I'm not gonna just sit here and diss baseball because there's parts of baseball that I love, and some of it is just is that tradition. Joe Machado said, same reason. If you break the front of the goal line, it's a touchdown. You think that's comparable? Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, in but what if you hit? But in football, I got. I guess here's why the question's weird. If if it's fair, why is it called a foul pole? Right. Well, it should be called a fair pole. So ah! if it. I, I don't know if you guys will know this, but if it hits I the just pole did. and yeah. goes out, is it still fair? I think so. I've, oh, that is really weird. I, I don't really know. Who knows? Uh, thanks for that question, Eric Espinoza. Um, all right. Uh, next question, Jordan. Number nine. And then uh, we're almost halfway through there, uh, through this bad boy. Uh, number nine. Where is C- Cigar Nirvana located? This question comes from Sean Fuller. Thank you, Sean Fuller. Question number nine. Where is Cigar Nirvana located? All right, I'm gonna. I got this one. This for me is easy. You're on Cigar Safari at Drew Estates. You wake up a little bit early. Nobody's up yet. They all still have hangovers. You're at the Drew Estate compound. Here you are in Esteli, Nicaragua. You walk out onto the back area, the back porch there. There's a little balcony, and you look out into this giant valley. You've just grabbed a cigar from a. A, a table that has a million different amazing you Drew just Estate pluck cigars it right off on the there. tree. Just pluck it off the tree. <laughs> you fire it up. You look out into that <laughs> valley of green. That, my friends, it's tough to beat. Is tough to beat. That's that is, in my opinion, cigar nirvana, Matt. I, I got to be a little shameless here and just say right. Here in this studio is Cigar right here Nirvana. In my head. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this for, is the right. happiest place that I smoke. I smoke oh. here. I'm happy all the time. Oh. I, I so. gotta, Cheers I, to that, you know, man. You're Cheers. probably right. Like, for most guys, it's just where you're most comfortable, you know? And this is where we smoke. But I would say <laughs> uh, Cigar Nirvana was is somewhere in Seattle. Um, <laughs> I don't know why he had to go and just chop his own head off like that. Uh, <laughs> dad joke. Oh, yeah. Sorry. All right. Uh, here we go. Thank you, Jordan, for that. Uh, last question before the break. This one comes from none other than. Fire it up. Connor Slump. Who's, uh, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Look at him over there. He's right there. What? If you could give what? yourself. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> uh, if you could give yourself 20 years ago one piece of advice, what would it be? Oh, God, that's a great question. That is such a good question. Um, well,. I would say, Eric, buy Bitcoin at nine cents. Buy like three hundred dollars worth mm. at nine cents. Okay, that's that's specific. That's and good. you know what we'd be doing right now? We'd be sitting on a beach. Um, and Connor would be running the show. Be, yeah, Connor would be back here doing this. 
oh yeah, like buy crypto early, baby, mm-hmm. and then sell it before this uh, before this crash that we just had. That would be my advice to myself, Matt. What about you? Oh man, I, it's hard to think of what I would do. Um, no dead air, Matt. Please, I got nothing. killing the show. Jordan, what would you do? Twenty years ago, I was a kid walking <laughs> down this alley, and this mysterious man walked over to me and whispered in my ear, and he said, "You know, if you get." Everlasting cops <laughs> Give it to me. I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you with some. I would not trust Mr. Slugworth. I can't believe I did that. Do we have anybody gi- giving better answers than we gave on, on, on YouTube or Facebook? <laughs> those, those are terrible. Well, the Bitcoin one is... That's a, yeah, how do you top that? And then, you know, if you really want to... You, you know, you're doing well. Then a few years later, I would set... You know, half a side, and I would buy Ethereum. Boom. Yeah, that's good. Boom. Now you're getting super specific, but I like it. Well, Bitcoin's too not too specific, <laughs> but Ethereum is. I know, but now you're going into a whole, like, this is my portfolio. I got 50% this. here. I got you hit that. those two, you're good to go. Yeah. Because I might not have had enough money to even buy enough Bitcoin. Yeah. As a kid. I would, um, maybe, you know, maybe there's something that, you know, you could be like, you know, Make sure we hire Terrence. Uh, we hire Terrence to to be like the the re- the sales manager for the dojo before he before like you got. That's a good point. Like yeah. y- you you think of someone that you enjoy being around now, and you mm. like meet this person sooner. sooner. Don't I know? Don't hire Jack. Ah, yeah. We he, skip that whole <laughs> yes. skip that whole chapter. Unless you like the back. No, nah, I'm teasing. You know we we Jack. know we, we love, love you, Jack. Mm. Uh, Patrick all right. says, "Yeah, buy more." Of the good bourbons back in the day. Yeah, like, oh, oh yeah, you yes, could have bought Pappy it. off the shelf, right? That's a great one. Oh, uh, that's good. Patrick with two good ones today. You could you could have bought... Infinite amounts. Pappy 15-year. Man. We were buying Weller. You know, you could fill for, up your garage. $14. Collection. Yeah. That's a great uh, That's a great one. I mean, it's super... It would super, still cost a lot of money to do it, but I would do it. It's, I think I'm more depressed take out a about that than not buying Bitcoin. Here's another thing that I would have done. I would have... Uh, but this maybe would have taken, I think, maybe a little bit more time than 20 years. I would have kept my 1966 lowered bug, and I would have kept my 1971 Plymouth Satellite. If I would have just kept those two cars in a garage somewhere. God, I wish I had those two cars right now. <laughs> Jordan, would you still buy uh, the Johnny cruiser? Metallica says he didn't say a time machine, but mm. you don't need a time machine. You could just Well, it's kind of a time it machine. It kind of is. It, Some guy told you. It has to be some... Yeah, what else would it be? Yeah, I don't know. How else could you answer that question? Uh, All right. We are halfway through the show. This is episode 346 of Smoke Night Live, folks. And this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. Enjoy the best prices on your favorite brands such as Romeo and Julieta, Monte Cristo, Crown Heads, Davidoff, and many more. Make sure to try one of their exclusive lines, such as the Drew Estate Nightshade, or the limited edition Cigar Dojo 10th Anniversary Champagne by Perdomo. Celebrate over 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today. Folks, please, if you're watching this show, Click like, click share, subscribe on any platform that you happen to be 
watching this show on if it's on Apple iTunes if it's on Google Play whatever like it really helps us out give us a good rating that's how the show uh, you know survives grows and survives I thanks think it's uh, yeah thank you guys for joining us tonight on episode 346 I'm sitting next to Matt Hall who normally is hanging out over there where Connor is tonight. And, of course, we're also joined by Jordan, the Wonder Kid producer boy. There's Sexy Cam, my favorite camera. That's a sexy cam. You gotta, you're supposed to, the, I guess you're supposed to stick out side? your chin. Like that's the, I don't, my beard hides all that. So I stick out my chin. Oh, we're getting, you know, somebody saying Matt's white boy dance is nice. We've got to make some that. more of those hats, Matt. These hats were the only thing that everybody asked for Yeah. at the show. They're pretty dope. Hey, Connor, can you bring me some of that Blanton's, please? Could you do that? Could you? Oh, you sit in my seat. You get my responsibilities. <sighs> we got we to gotta get some. Connor was nice enough. This guy is amazing. Who this guy? Look at him. Who this guy what? is? Hand delivering me some, some Blanton's. Thank you, Connor. Just hook me up with that after you. What a great guy he is. I barely even know the guy. I already want to kick out these two. And Oh, you guys. I'm still good. You're still oh, good. guys are wondering if Matt's wearing a new dojo shirt. Here you go, Jordan. Can we show that off? Yeah, yeah. There, that's the Sensei versus the Robot. It's the brand new shirt that we sold at Rocky Mountain uh, Cigar Fest. Those will soon be available online on uh, CigarDojo.com. There's not yet. Oh, also, uh, Matt, in that um, in that top drawer over there, grab one of those li- uh, cutters. Sensei versus the Robot. Uh, that's what we call there that. Be, oh, sorry. Next drawer down. Sorry, sorry. Next drawer down. There we go. Grab one of those. These also we debuted at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. Let's see if I can accurately show you these new Zycar lighters. This is the uh, 10th anniversary edition. Uh, edition of the Dojo Cutter. Here, let me get you a little close cam. Here we go. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, there it is. Look at that. These will also be available soon on um, CigarDojo.com. So uh, that's coming up soon. We sold like 60 of those. Yes. They sold at Rocky Mountain Cigar best. Fest. They sold like crazy. It was amazing. Oh, by the way, Connor, great, great stuff here, Good buddy. Job. Cheers, Good job. To Cheers to Connor. He's earning his keep. He's earning his keep. Maybe we'll invite him back one day. Yeah. Maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll try that red. We'll see how good he is at Cornhole. All right, we are doing the uh, Ask Sensei episode of Smoke Night Live. This is kind of where we just chat, hang out with you guys. We got questions all week long from um, from folks, and we pick, we whittled it down to twenty. Um, and if you're in the twenty, you are a finalist. You could win twenty cigars tonight. Um, uh, Jordan whittled down the uh, best twenty questions for us, and so here we go. This starts the second half of the show. Jordan, what's our first question? Number 11, this one comes from Mickey Pegg. If I gave you a llama, would you keep it or sell it? What in the world, Mickey? <sighs> so I love it. here's the thing. Mickey's been known to put down a few. You know? <laughs> He's been, you know. Did he write this I one out drank, like on Saturday I think he night? I a whole bottle of Weller 107 on Saturday night. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Mickey. Mickey's the greatest guy. All Saints cigars. Um by the way, cigars are great too. That Colorado, oh, yeah. that Colorado man, that's a freaking. F- if you have not had that Colorado, it's the St. Francis Colorado, right, Jordan? It's. So, uh, I believe so. It is so good. That is a great cigar, man. Oh. And he sold out at the show. Yeah, he sold out at the show, and he wasn't even supposed to be there. Right, he missed his plane because he was jacking around. Anyways, if I got a llama from you, Mickey, I would instantly give it to Matt because. <laughs> 
Matt, I would have three llamas. Matt <laughs> literally has he has a zoo at his house. I don't think I can actually call Matt, it a literal zoo yet. Should we is the, should we not even do this? Like if if people if the government hears right. what right. you have at your house, I, I'm, I'm I'm on that tipping. Have you looked where, up the the, the code yeah? What is what is the limit that you can, what do you have at your house? Go, go give us a quickie rundown. What do you have at your house? All right, so we've got two iguanas. That's kind of fun. We got uh-huh. a snake. We've okay. got what kind three, of snake? It's a bull snake. Bull snake. All right. Those are cool. We've got three ducks. We've got a box turtle, two cats, a dog, and recently we got two chickens and. We, we might be getting a goat soon. Jeez. Did you say the iguanas yet? You might be getting yeah. a llama so soon. <laughs> we got two iguanas. And well, these iguanas were like this big when we got them. And my son, he's the, he's the caretaker. He's the main zoo guy. Yeah. And in six months, they went from this. And they're they're literally like... Can't even Whoa. show it on, this, on the Whoa. screen. It's insane. Too Whoa. big. Now, Sean Fuller wants to know, can you eat a llama? Oh, God. You know what? I don't think they would have a lot of good meat. I don't no. think no, that would probably be like eating an iguana, which we have done in Honduras, and they're yes. all bones. It, there's not a lot of. You need like it, it, the ultimate animal that you could eat. Um, what is, is the use of a llama? They're cool. They're yeah, they're cool. They spit in do, your eyes. Do they have bits and stuff? A manatee. A, a manatee. If you could eat an any animal that was legal. Which is not you can't even touch a manatee, by the way, which right. is a really drag. I found out you cannot touch a manatee. It's illegal Don't to touch a manatee. Don't you want to just slap one on the belly? I want to. <laughs> I want to. I want to eat one because they they <laughs> they seem like they it would be like a giant fat lobster. Ooh. Like there's there's nothing but just. But it, it seems more like they'd have a lot of blubber, and then you get to the tenderloin, and that would be absolutely amazing. But yeah, you'd have one hey, two pound piece of meat that would be really. It good. would have to be. A a pretty right. good because those things are huge. They're huge, guys. You know? Is there another way of measuring cigar humidity besides using a cigar medic? Yes. Um, smoke it. Smoke mm. the cigar, and you no. shouldn't even need one of those. I you should just at this point you should just be relying on. I like your the senses. I like the cigar medic thing. It's super cool if you're into that. Like some people freak out about humidity. Like they freak out way too much. But if you if that's your thing. Like the cigar medic thing is a great way because like you can really see what that particular cigar uh, is. I've found that you have to just uh, recalibrate. Like it doesn't. It's not going to say the same. Like if a normal hygrometer says it's sixty-eight, this one the the medic's going to say, oh, it's it's fifty, and now that you have to rely on this new. Mm. It's not the same mm. measuring system. But it could give you like say you got a bunch of cigars that you didn't know where they were. Like it could be That's valuable. That's a good point. Like, right. you I, won twenty five cigars. And yeah. Like where where do these where are these? Are you they dry? Are they not dry? You know, like they are coming. From right, Colorado. but I'm saying like if you found one and it said forty five, you'd be like, whoa. That's way too dry. No. It's yeah, you would have to test but, it. But then you just put it in your you put it in your humidor and you wait. Cigar medic has this different scale. I don't know. But I, you could test that against a cigar in your humidor and know. Yeah, but you would have to compare it against a cigar medic, uh, another. That's what I'm saying. No, you, you, you take a cigar like out you of You can't humidor. compare the two devices, is all I'm saying. Hmm. Jordan, you're really... It's two different scales. You're, re- you're really putting a wet blanket on this. All right, what's the next question? Right. Number 12. This one comes from uh, Ryan the Jeep. Can, me, can you give me your best dad advice? Now, all of us here are dads. Yeah. We're all dads. So, um, Especially you. <laughs> I'm trying. 
trying to get there. <laughs> so here's the advice I give my kids all the time. Keep your head on a swivel. That, that, we, the first time you told me that, that was the best advice I've ever heard. Always, <laughs> always know your surroundings. Yes. We were in Vegas, and you're like, keep your head on a swivel. Just keep your head on a swivel, baby. Don't be so focused that you're not, like, I'm always thinking, like, here, here's, here's another, it's kind of another piece of dad advice. Never get yourself into a situation that you can't get yourself out of. And that sort of is in concert with head on a swivel. Mm -hmm. Because I always say to, to like, when the kids are going to a concert in some sort of weird venue or something, oh, yeah. I'm always like, keep no, your head on a swivel. Routes. Always know where the exits are. Know where the exits are. Uh, if you you know if the, if the fire starts over here, be the first out. And you would you know? like fully illustrate for us like there's a pile of bodies. <laughs> You're <laughs> yeah. gonna just uh, exactly. digging through the bodies. That could happen. Yeah. Never, it never happened to me. No. All mine, I'm not I'm not experienced enough in the dad realm to have come up with my own dad isms yet. So I just have one from you, which is take the free turkey. Take. <laughs> Which is Take. essentially like somebody, you know, offers you a free turkey at work, and my brother said <laughs> no, and then we didn't have enough turkey for Thanksgiving. You take the free turkey. Yeah, so that was back in the day. Dominic, that's Jordan's younger brother, who's the next oldest of our kids. He was working at a car dealership, and he, you know, it's Thanksgiving, we have, we have a turkey, but it's like going pretty fast. And he was like, oh, like, I could have got a free turkey at work, but I, I didn't. And I was like, wait, wait, <laughs> what? what? And he was like, yeah, like, the boss was like, anybody want a free turkey? And, and, and I was like, well, we already have a turkey, so no. And I was like, Dominic, take what? the free turkey. You always what's take. The, what's the worst that could happen? You have to throw it away? Yeah. Who cares? The or worst that could happen is you for another year. Yeah, you cook it, like, three days later. Like, always, uh, Matt. Take the free turkey. Always take the free turkey. In fact, I think Dojo... I think we need a T-shirt that says "Take Take the Free, take the free, <laughs> take the free Turkey," because that. Now, my dad, his advice to me always was, when I'd be leaving the house, my dad would say, "Eric, ask yourself, is this thing that you're about to do stupid? And if the answer is yes, don't do that thing." <laughs> That's, so good. That's pretty good. I just love how yeah. simple they are, but yeah. still. Yeah, you it's, know it's, they, you can't ignore them. Usually, it's the simplest advice is the best advice. Um, so keep your head on a swivel out there on Facebook land. All right, Jordan, what do we got next? All right, here we go. This one comes from William Cigar Coop Cooper. Coop. What are your four artists or bands that would be put on the Mount Rushmore of bands? No honorable mentions allowed. All right, I'm ready for mine. I've done this one before. Coop must have known. He knows me well. Um, here's my four, and then I'll get Matt's and I'll get Jordan's. But my four Mount Rushmore bands are The Clash, XTC, The Specials, and The Ramones. Now, Ooh. only all of those are English bands except for The Ramones. They're a New York band. But for me... Can't, how can you argue that? To, for me, those are the... Now, okay, I come from like a punk rock background... So like that to me, those are the the ultimate. Now XTC was like a kind of a Brit early Brit pop. They kind of like started a lot of the Brit pop stuff. But those bands to me are the best. Matt, do you have a Mount Rushmore? Uh, I have a Mount Rushmore. That's I, I mean I don't know if they're the greatest bands in the world, but for me, they're that's, the four yeah, bands it's be for you. I could listen to yeah. and not need any other bands. One is Manchester Orchestra. Mm -hmm. uh, they they've never made a bad song, let alone an album. 
Then there is Pink Floyd. Mm. And maybe they've made some bad albums. They but have. they've made <laughs> enough that <laughs> I'm good it, to go. They've made about 11 bad albums. I'm good to go. Uh, the ah. Shins. Ah, they're great. And then uh, uh, Brand New. I like that's that's what that's I that's a very uh you you have a wide range yeah. that's a wide range of like uh, decades and yeah so I like that it's good what about you Jordan I I feel like it's tough because you were probably the last generation where like you could do this and everyone's like yeah, yeah oh those yeah those guys and like after that it becomes so much more niche to where at our generation it's like nobody's gonna know any of the bands I'm I'm gonna say but I gotta say them anyways because I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not going to sell out, okay? Okay. Manchester Orchestra, same as Matt. Yep. Uh, I'll go Nirvana. Mm. There's one you guys That's know. a good one. Uh, I'll go Me Without You. Yes. And I'll go The Chariot. Wow. That's, that's a good he, range, there was, too. There was probably one in there that people yeah. listening would know. <laughs> uh, that's why I had to preface. But, you guys, if you, if, by the way, I got tickets to Manchester oh. at the Mission Ballroom coming up. And if you have not listened to Manchester Orchestra... One of the greatest bands of all time. Like these guys putting them on, you guys putting them on Mount Rushmore. Super smart. Nobody knows who they are, but that I kind of like that. Right? Is that kind of they not fair? Like be up there, it doesn't seem fair that they are. You know, like you don't want them to be popular for right. some reason. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Is do we want everyone to know about them? Right, because then it, you know, yeah, then they it's they like, sell oh, out. They start making them. music for the masses. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's almost not fair, right? No, like, yeah. If you if you are a band nowadays, I would want to be where Manchester is. Like, right. just you know, you're big enough to where you're you're making money, but you're flying. You're not on the radio. You're that's the goal. You're like just absolutely worshipped by. Oh yeah, you know your, your fan base, just like we are at the dojo. <laughs> oh no! Come on! Oh my gosh, Jordan! Just kidding. Guys. Now you're now you really started it. All right. Uh, next question. Good question by Coop. All right. Give me two seconds. Two shakes of a lamb's something. Tail. This one comes from Mike Hamilton. What is your favorite urban legend that you believe is true? Okay, I've got one. I've got one. When I was little, or younger, and I... Does this have to do with Mr. Slugworth? It does not have to do with Mr. Slugworth. But there was this story going around... And I still wonder if this is true or not. I still, to this day, wonder if this is true or not. I don't know. But there was this girl, and she was sleeping. And apparently she got... She didn't know it at the time, but she got bit by a spider. Right? Like, by her ear or something. Like, right here. And her face, like, puffed up where the spider bite was. And she just thought, oh, like, I got an infection from the spider bite. And then she was playing softball... And the ball hit her in the that puffy part of her face, and it broke open, and a zillion baby spiders came pouring out of her face. I I don't know if that's true or not, but for the longest that time, sounds provocative. I, I, I mean, the longest time I thought, oh my god, I don't want that to happen to me. It seems like there are stories that are that are like like the bot fly, right? Yeah, I mean, it could happen. It could happen. I also. I'll throw in one more. I still wonder, is Walt Disney's head frozen at, Th- at Disneyland? This would be that because is that, cool. And I almost, want that to be true. Yeah, you want it to be true, and maybe it even could be. You know, what like, would it look like at this point? Craziest thing. Exactly the same, right? It's frozen. I know, but even frozen. Like, have you ever, 
Have you ever put a, a thing there of... there be like white patches? Have you ever put places? a thing of, of ice cubes? You look at a thing of ice cubes that's in your freezer that's been there for like three months, and they've all evaporated. Right. Like ice evaporates. But in oh, this but situation, see, they just, it's not They just dug possible. up that, um, that girl, I don't know where, from a few, few thousand years back. She looks perfect. What? What are you talking about? A frozen they person? They just dug up this girl. She was frozen. Is she alive? No, she's dead. <laughs> There's that frozen. <laughs> Looks perfect. Really? Yeah. Oh. So perfect? You, like perfect? Perf- perfect? Like as far as I can tell, perfect. Can they bring her back to life? Barry, there's hope for you yet. Now, um, Patrick throwing one in. Okay. Ask Dojo, what would you choose if you had to choose only one? Wine or whiskey? And you could never drink the other again. Mm. That's easy for me. That is not easy for me at all. For me, it's, it's whiskey. Like. Well, easy was bourbon. I th- you could even, don't even be so specific. Yeah, just be say more bourbon. specific. Yeah. Bourbon. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, that's so close. It's like 48, 52. But I probably go bourbon. Yeah, I mean, you have a, a wine but think about at this. dinner. I know, but think about this, Matt, times. with steak, like a big red steak, and you have that glass of wine. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. there's almost nothing better that's than good. that. Or well, spaghetti. Old-fashioned. Spaghetti. Yes, spaghetti. Mm. And yeah, that, that is the best case for And you a have glass the potential to make it last longer, you know, like you can have two, three glasses and it's not a big right, deal. Right, but I could buy a bottle of bourbon and make it last no, longer. No, I'm saying like on a nightly basis, like you don't want to be just like tanked every night. You know? Right. That's a tough one. Good. I don't, what do you say, Patrick? Let's hear your answer to that one. I want to I know what you would say. I, I'm pretty sure Patrick would say whiskey. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, or a finger. Uh, let's 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 go uh, to the next question. All right, this one comes from David Boutwell. Boutwell, is that how would you say that? Boutwell. 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 It's about well. Your house is going up in flames. You can carry out your three hundred count premium cigar humidor, or your wedding album and VHS wedding video. You know you'd have to convert the VHS anyways. Which are you carrying out of the fire? Ah, this so, sounds like he's like telling you what to pick in the question. This yeah. this one's easy, David. My, all of my stuff nowadays is in the cloud, like all the pictures and videos and all that. It's all in the cloud. Like I've con- <laughs> I've converted all that old stuff pretty much, and so I I would uh, I you know I would no. Here's what n- most people would normally say. Most people would normally say. You got to say the album. You got to say the albums because you can replace the cigars, right? But for me, like, I didn't even think about the pictures and stuff. Like, they're wherever I go. Like, I don't even, they're, they're just all floating out there in <laughs> cyberspace. <laughs> Let somebody like, else store that. Uh, yeah, they're all storing that stuff. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the 300 cigars, which, by the way, 300 times 10. Yeah, there, there's a lot of value there. Right. What would you say, Matt? Well, uh, it's pretty easy for me. I would die trying to find the wedding album. <laughs> so I'm going cigars. <laughs> yeah. I'd just be dead. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. What about you, Jordan? Oh, yeah, you got to take the cigars. I don't, I don't even know. I mean, just like you, it's online. We had a guy, especially the videography. We had, our videographer was so bad our, <laughs> that we got this tape back. It, I'll, it's just, I have to put it on YouTube sometimes just because it's just comical. Uh so I'm going to go with the cigar. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Sarah would think of that? Is she going to with that? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh, good question. Oh, and Patrick did answer whiskey all yeah. day. I figured. Good job, Patrick. All right. Uh, what's next? 
This one comes from a Fred Rui. That's a funny name. Ah, I like to say Rui. Rooster. Rui. Rui. Uh, If you had a nemesis, or you have a nemesis, what characteristics would they have? Ah, that is a good question, Fred Rui. Are these physical or? I think they could. I I'm anything. Not, I think they could be anything you okay. want. What, what, do you have anything come to mind? A mole. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm your nemesis because I got a couple. You do? I do. Oh, you do. You uh, Jordan, you got any? You got any? Uh, they're they're passive aggressive. Ooh. Mm. And they're pretentious. Oh. And they got a cl- a hook for a hand <laughs> <laughs> and a red eye. One red eye. Boom. Um, I'm going to say my nemesis is all, because I have nemesis. I do. By the way. Nemesis. Is it nemesis? Is it nemesis? If you have multiple. What's the the plural of nemesis? It's got to be nemesis. All right. Internet, get on that. Nemesis. I have some nemesis, and almost all of them have these characteristics. They have no sense of humor, Mm. and they are not self-deprecating. Like, I personally, I, I, I need somebody to be self-deprecating. I don't even want to know you if you're if, not self-deprecating. If, if you can't make fun of yourself, you know? Like, like I, that, I make a living making fun of myself. Like, literally, like, to my kids and to friends. Like, I, 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 can't, I can't deal with people that cannot make fun of themselves. And, and that's part of the problem of me in, in society today. Like, I'm sort of, like, a, I feel like a fish out of water in today's, like, cancel culture society because I can't understand, like, when people make fun of Italian people, I, I think it's freaking right. hilarious, right? Yes. You know, I, I, do too. I, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> and you're not even Italian. I, <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> That's I, the funniest part. I love it. I love it when people can just make fun of yes. themselves. I instantly can... Uh, Find a connection, like like take take a guy like Jack Hire, like he's so self deprecating. I think that was one of the reasons that I think know, he deprecated on himself. He did. Oh. He might have. He might have deprecated on himself. Like he's that's one of the reasons I think that we hit it off so quickly. Like if somebody can like make fun of themselves, not yeah. take themselves so seriously that they get offended over the the littlest things, like those types of people. And there are people that hate me in the cigar industry. I won't say who they are. And I can tell that those people, the people that that don't like me, they cannot make fun of themselves. They don't. They don't realize that we're doing this, the dojo and all this sort of stuff. We're not taking ourselves that seriously. Right. Like this is we're smoking cigars. We're having we're drink, a good time. We're having a good time. People on the dojo verse, like it. Like just relax. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that big of a deal. Like you can make fun of yourself. And I I think that. In today's society, here we go. This sounds like I'm. This is some sort of like Wait weird. Wait, get on. the music Hold going. On. Yeah. In today's society, the people that just cannot make fun of themselves absolutely suck. <laughs> and they're saying uh, that the the plural of nemesis is nemesises. Oh, that's stupid. okay. That's what I said first. That's dumb. I don't so like that. That's at what all. they're saying. See that sounds like something that so I saying. would say that I would say that was so ridiculously wrong, <laughs> but I happen to be right in that I- instance, which is great. All right, uh, good question. Um, that one was who was that from? That was from Fred Rui. Good job, Fred. Uh, the rooster. Illusioni Fred Rui. What a great guy, by the way. Before you go to the next question, Fred 
not only hung out at Docella Festival, right. he hung out Friday night and Saturday, Saturday night, night at the uh, tailgate party. And, and he, we kind of really got to know Fred a little bit in a better way, like a more detailed way. That dude is an amazing guy. He's, he's so cool. We Very learned fun. that he's a Mac guy, and that's all I need to know. <laughs> I like this guy. And he went from worse to best in, in that Cornell thing yeah. he's doing. Yeah, he, he actually, like Saturday night, he started, like, he actually won one of the... Uh, he set the bar that he, was really easy to break. I did beat him in the, and uh, in the championship the thing. But either way... The weird part is you had, like, a championship with just Fred, <laughs> and meanwhile there was three winners. Yeah. Matt was one of them, and you just And you just shoved me off. I was like, you didn't... He Everybody didn't. really wanted to see me and Fred. <laughs> Nobody wanted to see Matt. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next question. This is question 17 by Picologist. If there was a dojo movie, what celebrity would play each person associated with the dojo? All right, we've had this question before, and uh, this is a good question. Thank That's you. Good. Um, so for me, I think it's pretty easy. Like, yeah, why is it so easy? Everybody for me always says, like, um, Robert De Niro. <laughs> I like mm. how you just, like, mm. pick the coolest uh, one. Like, uh, no, nah, yeah. he, he's actually kind of a... Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't hang out with the guy. He's but actually kind of cool. He's a jerk, but he's cool in movies. Right. He's cool in movies. So, like, I'm cool with that. Yeah, that's awesome. But what about Matt? And I came up, I, I've got we, one. We kind of had to teamwork this one. I, yeah, I came up nobody. with nobody. Nobody can a, do this. I, I think that Matt, this, you're going to like this one. You're going to like this one because um, he's, like, a cool dude. Like, uh, Jared Leto. I think maybe a Jared Leto uh, character could play Matt. 30 seconds of mine. Yeah. yeah. We're getting uh, Sean Connery for Sensei. Oh. Uh, George Clooney for Sensei. George Clooney's Ooh, pretty yeah. good for Sensei. Uh, Come on. Benedict keep, Cumberbatch. Keep, keep it coming, people. <laughs> for me? Benedict. Benedict Cumberbatch. Or for Matt. How, or he said Sensei. How oh. can you be uh, so young people? Richard Gere. Oh. oh Seth. Keep Seth, the, Seth Grogan. Keep, Grogan. The, keep the gerbils out of this for the uh, Richard Gere thing. Um, what about Matt, you guys? Let's hear some. Oh, uh, yeah, we're hearing Tom Cruise for me. Oh, I was once compared Matt, to Tom Matt Cruise and Legend. That one. Yeah, I uh, think uh, for Jordan. Wait, wait, wait. For Jordan, it's got to be, an, and it's not a uh, looks thing. It's, it's, not, a, it's, it's a, more of a personality. It's like a personality like, yeah. or like a man, man, mannerisms. Mannerism. That's mannerisms. It. Looking after uh, the camera. Jordan is uh, John Krasinski from mm-hmm. The Office. He 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 See? has those same mannerisms. Yes. So even though maybe they don't look exactly alike, they still kind of look. They a they have maybe the, the mannerisms make them. It's hard to come up with one for yeah. me. I'll I'll take that one. I'll what about uh, Robbie Raz? Robbie Raz, everybody, if you're watching, do you have a good Robbie Raz? Jim Carrey for Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Charlie Day for Matt. That's not bad. Who's who's that? Um, I don't even know who that is. You, you wouldn't know. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. That's actually oh, pretty good. Okay, I don't know that one. Uh, Bart Simpson for me. Oh, Randy okay. would just play himself. Mm. He invented himself. Actually, uh, I have got two for Randy. Uh, no, Jordan, you've got one for Randy. Yeah, I've got uh, for Randy. He is a cartoon wolf from. Chick <laughs> 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 walks by. His eyes. His eyes come out. Pounding on the table. But I actually have a real. Wolf. I have a real one for Randy. Now this is going to be super flattering for Randy. Um, Don't do it. So Just stop. No, I got to do it because he, he, this guy has mannerisms exactly like Randy. Exactly. Poor guy. It, fr- Matt LeBlanc from Friends. Like 
he does the same mm. facial expressions oh, as, I can see as Randy all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I watch that show with my daughter. I wouldn't and say I watch that show. He, that. he has the same mannerisms. I like, I like the audience ones. Uh, we got Adam Sandler for Matt. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. pretty good. Um, we've got uh, Jeremy Piven for Matt. Uh, we've got, uh, I don't know about that yeah, one. Just everybody. That's more Robbie. We've got Danny Trujillo for Robbie. Danny. Oh, my God, no. I'm guessing he's meaning Danny, Tra- Danny Trujillo. No, no. Robbie's more of a got John. Just Jack Black. Who knows who that's for? <laughs> it's just, it's just you take all of just us. Throw it out there. <laughs> Somebody's Jack Black. No, Robbie is John Cusack. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I actually think that they are. The, the that, way they act, mm-hmm. they will be the same person. Uh, That's, we got Randy as Jim Belushi. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Chris Pratt for Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Just shave his head. Robbie, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. for Robbie. Okay. Uh, yes. I can see that. Same name. I can see that. That's actually actually pretty good. That actually is pretty yeah. good. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. All right, good job. Good job, audience. All right, let's go to the next question. Let's go to the next question. This one comes from a somebody named Terrence Riley. That guy. Riley. Uh, Terrence asks, so if you were not involved in the cigar industry, what would be your ideal job? Oh, ideal job. Your ideal job. Jordan? Well, we always talk about um, daydream jobs. Yeah, I think it's that's not what like your, It's not your dream job. It's just like... This weird job that you could never do, but like you're just you find yourself like working on a Tuesday afternoon, and you're like, man, it'd be weird if I did that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I, I kind of want to go airplane pilot. Mm. Oh, really? It, Why? It just seems fun. Right. Like I don't. I wouldn't even be like you know commercial or anything. I would just be like tooling around like. Crop dust. Crop dust. <laughs> nah, that would be fun. Independence Day. Yeah. yeah, you're doing like, a, I do a little dipsy do, and when I come back around the other side, be cool. Mm, that's be good. Awesome. Now, yeah, on that same line, I mean, obviously, I mean, if I could be a race car driver, that would be a dream job for me. I love racing. But I think I would go. We're going to go more realistic? I'm going to go more realistic. I would be an executioner. <laughs> <laughs> that's more realistic. Whatever it is. <laughs> what country you, do you have to go to to do that? If you need me to do the, the, the gun, if you need me to pull the lever, if you need me to do the guillotine, if you need me to do an axe. What would your favorite execution be? Yeah. Uh, I, think, um, I think the best one would be. Just an axe, you know, just a big axe. Uh, I would have said guillotine. Well, yeah, like Game no. of Thrones axe. Uh, Game of Thrones style sword or something like that, or axe, so that I could just, maybe I miss a couple times. Uh, I guess that's you like know. a guillotine with a little more excitement. Yeah, like, like I have to use some you're skill. You're more involved. Yeah. Like, with the guillotine, you just, you're really like. Yeah, that's like playing cornhole to 21. You just pull a lever. one, you win. You just pull a lever. Like, I want to, like, actually, like, yeah, build a skill. That's like, you know, like, how fast should I... S- you know, because I want to make I want to make the head roll a certain amount. And of maybe distance. sometimes you hit just the right spot and they yeah. stay alive. For yeah, a little you know, I mean, this guy's like a, a terrible person. And I'm not going to make this feel good. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Uh, what about you, Matt? Uh, I was, I was, I was walking the other day and I saw this weird thing happening in the sky, and there were it's just a line of stars just moving straight up, and it reignited a flame that I had because it was Starlink. I saw Starlink. Like I didn't even know that was a thing. And I've always wanted to be an astronaut. Mm. And I would love Whoa. to go to space. Oh, oh, oh. It would really? be so fun. 
So can, can you imagine Matt in space? Would you go to space Matt if they were like, space? you can get onto Elon's <laughs> Mars rocket ship? I would be on it. No, would you? What? Re- would you really? Yeah. With I would like go. no, right now, like with your wife, your First, kids, knowing all of what you know, you probably like, won't you, come back. You're literally you 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 would not do that. Okay. T- Right, yeah, I forgot about the family. family <laughs> <laughs> I got I got lost in the Starlink and the space and the excitement. Well, maybe you could. What? What? Wait. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How yeah. about this? You can bring your family, but you uh, can't come back. You're on Mars. You guys but could Nirvana's raise here. You guys could raise chickens on Mars. Mars chickens. Mars chickens. But what about just going up, floating around the Earth, and coming okay. back down? That's that's more that's my style astronaut. Sure. That's. So, yeah. so Jordan, put, but that's your job. Jordan put too much of an yeah. emphasis okay. on. I mean, what's bad about that job? You go up that's to cool. space, like, hey. Well, I mean, I think there's, go back I there. think there's, I think there's more to it than that. Is there? Yeah, I think you have to do like you know certain experiments, Man. and you have to do like some backflips and stuff like the, that. You know, like no. I, I've just seen videos got, of like wringing out sponges. Do we got any uh, audience, um, good, good audience ones or no? Um, we can. By the way, this Blanton's is very buttery <laughs> and nice. Thanks, Thank Andy. you, Connor. <laughs> this is a good comment. What was that? Best quote, Matt. I forgot about the family <laughs> part. <laughs> uh, God, I hope Natalie's not watching. Um, <laughs> Natalie's not She's watching. Never seen a show. Hey, Matt's kids are watching. They're just like, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that went dark. You know. Okay. It's All right. Like, Let's go to the next question. Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Next question. This is question 19. Oh, we're winding down. This Ooh, one comes wow. from uh, the WB, a good old Wayne uh, Bar- uh, from uh, Chicago. Wayne. Uh, what, <laughs> what is your go-to breakfast cereal and why? Oh, man. How, how many hours, Matt, have we put in Here in, in Dojo Studios talking about this question? I mean, a lot. It's enough. It's enough to become an astronaut. I, I mean, first of all, let's 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 just say this: we're talking cold cereal here. Cold cereal. We're talking cold cereal because oatmeal is not cereal. Oatmeal is that's something else. That's like porridge. Right. Soup. I don't know. Is is cereal soup? That's another topic for another show. Uh, all right, I'll do mine, and you guys can see what you think. I have a Mount Rushmore of cereals. Oh, jeez. I have a Mount Rushmore of cereals, Wayne. And Your here face, they are. Wayne. Uh, Golden Grams. Fruity Pebbles, Cap and Crunch. By the way, it's C A P. Capen. It's Capen. It's a nobody ever says that. It's Cap and Crunch. Cap and Crunch. And Frosted Flakes with half and half. I I put half and half. Good one. I love that. I put the half and half instead of milk (laughs) into the Frosted Flakes. But not not only right. You do like half milk, half. No 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 no. I'll go oh, full half and half, yeah. but if I do milk, I will top it with whipping cream, why, Tape, why that, which can't makes you it half and do half. Do this for every cereal. You could, you could, but with Frosted Flakes, it it, it, re- it requires yeah, that. It, needs it requires it. So that that's my Mount Rushmore. What Matt? What are your thoughts on uh, cereal? I, I don't have a, t- a Mount Rushmore. I have a top two. Number one is Cinnamon Life. That's that's mm. the greatest cereal mm. you can get. It is good. It's that's perfect. one you got to go quick on. It's gotta go, you got to go quick you on. You do got to go quick, but it gets mushy fast. Towards the end, you kind of like a little bit of that mushiness in there. It's not that bad. All right, and what's then your other the one? The other one is Frosted Mini Wheats. Frosted Mini Wheats. Really? You almost feel like you're mm. eating healthy when you eat that. <laughs> <laughs> almost. <laughs> it's not bad. I'm not going to say that. I it's remember bad. when I was a kid, I would like there's certain cereals where you need to add the sugar. Um, mm. 
Mm. I'm thinking grape Cheerios. nuts, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. And so we would build, like, a, a wall. of. There's all the cereal boxes on the table, and we'd, like, build, like, a little fort around <laughs> the cereal that we're eating. And then you you were in this little dome, and you could add as much sugar. Mom, <laughs> Mom didn't know you should keep adding sugar in that because you need a 1,000 pounds of sugar in that thing. I always, as a kid, I always liked when you had sugar in the cereal and you would take your spoon and you would scoop up the bottom and it would mm. just be a spoonful of milk and sugar. Not <laughs> <laughs> sugar. Jordan, is it true or is it not true that you have a spreadsheet? I'm working on it. That has the amount of time that's optimal yeah, that I'm you should eat cereal based on how the, you know, the length to soften it up no. just to the right amount. It's not true, but it, you know it's in the works. I feel like I kind of need to almost just start my own blog, you know, like uh, maybe just make some infographics on like the proper amounts of uh, proper proportions of milk and the proper amounts of time for each cereal. Because so often people are like, "Oh, I don't like Captain Crunch because uh, destroys my mouth. It's too it's too hard." Yeah, like well, yeah, you, you got to give that guy you know eight ten minutes. Uh, <laughs> so you pour the cereal, you Have pour you the milk. You make the coffee, now, you go to the bathroom, yeah. you change your clothes, and you come back down, go. and it's ready to go. And it's perfect cereal. And now, Jordan, have you actually done some testing, like, you know, like, like... To the minute? Like, yeah, like actual, like, scientific testing as to, okay, grape nuts, it's like nine minutes, you know, or have you done... No. Have you gotten that far? No, but you guys are pushing me to the brink. I'm gonna, okay. I'm going to do this. <laughs> Next <laughs> Dojo article. I would yeah. go Reese's Puffs oh, on top of my head. Yes. And I, I would also throw in a big boy cereal, uh, Cracklin O Brand. That's stinking amazing. That's another one where you got that guy. That's a 15 minute right there. <laughs> wow. You got to wait 15 minutes on that bad boy. Do we got any uh, good audience uh, suggestions the, on cereal? The best part about cereal Jordan's dojo. Should we do that? Time thing is cereal is generally a fast breakfast. Oh, right. somebody wants. Oh, that's Connor yeah. right here. Have you tried mixing cereals? <gasps> oh, oh, that's yeah. Frankenstein. That's like, like, wasn't if, there? If a you're like a pipe bar? smoker, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you mix it just right. That's like when you're a kid and you're at the fountain drink and you, uh, yeah, yeah, you, you add get the like, Frankenstein, yeah, dude. Frankenstein. Now, who who said that? That's Connor right here. Con- oh, Connor, what 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 would you mix? Yeah. Oh, I put oh he doesn't even spot. know. Cocoa Pebbles and, and uh, chocolate Lucky Charms. Oh, chocolate so Lucky Charms. Two chocolates, but you're just wow. you're, so but you're he's adding just, marshmallows. He's, he's messing with texture, basically yes. here. Yeah, I like that. I like it. He's a texture I, guy. I think. What about this? What if you did Fruity Pebbles and Cap and Crunch? Or, that, fruity, or in Fruit Loops. That seems like it would be good. Would the Fruity Pebbles be just complete mush? Yeah, I don't. But like it adds that. the fruit. I component. know, but like Matt's right. Like you, the Fruity Pebbles are going to go soggy in like one to two minutes. And the other one is gonna take. What's the five What's or the Captain Crunch that has the fruity thing in it? Berry Berry Captain Berry Crunch. Oh yeah, if you're gonna go Captain Crunch, you gotta go berries. Yeah, Come Well, uh, but what if you didn't? What if you went Captain Crunch? Just regular Captain. With then you the add Fruit Loops, the fruit, uh, fruit, fruit Loops, loops or one Fruity Pebbles, add. one of those. Okay, that's good. I I think we're on to some good mixes here. <laughs> like, should we start like a, a a cereal dojo? Like, I think cereal dojo, and we could do like some serious like. You know, like videos. We, we could, could have some cereal. We could have uh, a, a, a Saturday morning yeah. uh, podcast. Do you guys you know? want this? Because w- this is going to happen. Actually. <laughs> yeah, even if you don't want it, it's happening. <laughs> Connor's good. in charge. That's a good question. Uh, thank you for that, WB. That was a great question. All right. Uh, uh, question 20, Jordan. Question 20. Are we this there? one comes from uh, Hector Alfonso Sr. You may know him from such movies as La Zona Palooza. Mm. And Espinosa Premium Cigars. And Lazona Palooza Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to movies and concerts, 
Should conjoined twins pay for one or two tickets? <laughs> uh, Hector. Uh, Hector. Jeez. You really. All right, here's, here's, here's my thought on this one. It depends on how conjoined the twins are. Like, there should be some sort of percentage. Like, if they're, <laughs> if they're just connected by, like, a right. flap of skin, right, like, right here. That's two tickets. That's maybe, like, one in three quarters. One in 99% yeah. of a ticket or something like that. The more conjoined. Yeah, if you're, like, the Michael Scott, double Michael Scott thing, then that's, you know. Yeah, like, there was, there was this one lady who was, like, completely conjoined, except for, except for she had, like, two legs coming out. You know, she had four legs, essentially. Is that even two people? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, for her, it would be, like, a ticket and maybe, like, a couple uh, bucks. Joe Machado wants to know, do they share the organs? So that... That's kind of what we're getting down to. That kind of... Right? That's sort of the crux of this debate, Joe. Good good point. The, the amount of conjoinedness <laughs> is... Uh, that makes the ticket more likely to be closer to one ticket. I, I have but to it should never be one ticket. A different route here. I say okay. they're just not allowed because <laughs> I don't want to see <laughs> that going now. on. It's terrible. I don't even want to see it. It's too Jordan. freaking us out it's here. It's not about you, Jordan. <laughs> they're not it's allowed. Not about Jordan's like, I want to watch the show. It's not no, <laughs> twins. It's not about you, Jordan. By the way, I have a theory. I have a theory, boys. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw this theory out on Smoke Night Live. Maybe this will be maybe the first time in history that this theory has ever been discussed live on the air. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I have this theory that, you know how people have like, like two personalities, like multiple personality, mm. uh, uh, yes. whatever yeah, it is, it like is. dueling personalities? My theory is that they're actually twins, but they're completely conjoined. Except for the brain. <laughs> Except for like something in the brain. So Whoa. they're like they're almost a hundred percent conjoined, except for there's something still one in One was the left brain, one was the right, right? brain. You see what I'm Whoa. saying? Whoa. Like maybe that's maybe nobody has ever thought of that. Whoa. And maybe that's a thing. And maybe we shouldn't think of that. And maybe it's something that we should explore <laughs> tonight. Like, like some, there's a doctor, Chad, to Chad, please. Chad, come on. Take this to your doctor friends and see what they say, because I'm thinking that there's something to this. They're uh, just, you're on to something. They're almost like, they're like 99.99999% conjoined. And that's why they have two personalities. Hmm. I think I just blew Matt's mind. Both of them. I think so. <laughs> Jordan, is that it? Is that the all the well, questions? It was supposed to be it. What? But I threw in an extra question. A bonus question? <laughs> oh my god, what could it possibly be? Question 21 from none other than Abe DeBabna. <laughs> Master Sensei, inquiring minds want to know boxers or briefs. Oh, this is this one, it's boxers all the way, baby. Like <laughs> briefs. Briefs, that's like what you wear when you're like eight. You mm. wear that when you're like eight. With Spider-Man on it. You know, like when you get older, you need room Batman. for the fellas. So what are boxer briefs? Well, yeah, that's the thing is everyone's always asking boxer so now briefs. There's, Nobody yeah. wears briefs. I thought this, 
Yeah, I thought this was gone because boxer Nobody briefs. Nobody even came wears briefs, but boxer worlds. briefs are the best of both worlds. Right. Why would an adult man wear tidy whities I that that is just not White. that is something that nobody should do ever again. Oh, Walter White, you're right. Um, yeah, that should just not happen. Like it's got to be. It's either got to be boxers completely, or maybe uh, maybe boxer briefs are better. Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, nowadays they're these fancy materials. They're custom fit. Everything's yeah. going in the right places. You know where everything <laughs> is. You know where it's supposed to be. Nothing's and you don't have to like like boxers. There's too much, especially when you wear right, your, you're your jeans your... as skinny as I do. You're t- constantly tucking stuff. Tucking the boxers around the tucking boxer briefs. The boxers you just, but I, you just pull them up. Here's the cool thing. You're good to go. Here's the cool thing with just with boxers, regular old fashioned boxers. You could, if you had to, you know, like, hey, we're going swimming. Oh, I didn't bring my bathing suit. You could just wear boxers. You could just. You, you should do that with boxer briefs. Eh, of course you can. Yeah. Eh, well, eh, maybe. I don't know. You couldn't actually just. But what just I want to know, I, I really want to know what Abe, what Abe would wear. He like, probably doesn't wear anything. Ah, ooh, he goes commando. Yeah. Well, he texted me. He's like, I got a feeling he's a briefs guy. No, Abe, you were 100% wrong. I look so good in boxers. I just, maybe, I'll put a, <laughs> maybe I'll put a picture out later, you know, in we, the next we week or so. And, and you guys will see, like, man, like, Sensei, he looks amazing in those Calvin boxers. Klein. By the way, I just bought some new Hanes boxers. They were, they're great. Like, I, I got some, some really nice ones this time. I, like, I'm going to splurge a little. So you went Some, with Hanes. I'm gonna splur, yeah. Yeah, jeez. No, I was gonna say the same thing. Shut like, up, Matt. Just now, in well, I can't believe you're saying this, but I was like impressed. Like that at this point in my life, I'm like, I can pay. I'm gonna buy actual nice underwear. What'd you go with? Uh, I think they're called Pair of Thieves. What? Yeah. Jeez, you're so bougie. Ooh, Connor liked that. You're so Connor's bougie. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds good. Pair of Thieves. Connor, he's a young guy. I'm guessing he probably Fun goes... Fun patterns. Fun material. Probably goes whitey tidies. That's what he said. He commented on <laughs> the show. Young guy, yeah. The young guys do that. Um, all right, so back. that was a great uh, set of 21 <laughs> questions. Um, let's pick a winner. Um, so here's the deal. We're going to minus out all the cigar industry guys. So, Jordan, tell us who our finalists are. And we'll pick a random winner. And that guy gets the 25, six, whatever, cigars. Finalists. We have Bill CD. Bill CD. Ryan Jeep. Sean Fuller. David Batwell. (laughs) The WB. Connor Slump. Eric Ahi. Chad. Pit Chad. Mike Hamilton. Jeffrey TN Jeff. Picologist. Jeremy Dasher. And Joe Machado. All right, now, there's there's one caveat here. If Eric Ahi wins, we have to spin again because he lives in Canada. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll pay the $500 to ship the cigars to Canada. You know, even though you guys are communists, I'll do it. But All right, who's going to... Jordan, you're going to spin the I'll wheel? I'll spin this wheel. Here I'm he pressing goes. This button. He's pressing the random.org button. Beep. Tell us who the winner is. And the winner is... Joe Machato, congratulations, Joe. What was his question? Machato. Joe's question was... Well, I get it for you right here. 
Jeez, guys, wow. calm down. Goodness. Joe's question was uh, our most prized cigar in the humidor. Joe, you are the winner. Um, PM me your uh, uh, mailing address. I'll ship those out this week to you. Congratulations, my friend. That was question number two. Usually we say DMs in this 21st century. Hmm. Yeah. Past yeah. the forum. Whatever. Era. Jordan, shut up. All right. Uh, guys, here's the deal. Uh, there will be no uh, Flavor Odyssey this week. Uh, uh, Robbie he actually is going to be out for three weeks, so I covered for him this past Wednesday. And we didn't want to go too far into the Oktoberfest. Uh, we're, we're starting the Oktoberfest beer segment, which is for four weeks, we're going to pick a specific either beer or style of Oktoberfest beer that we will try to find a good cigar pairing with. But since Robbie has uh, stuff going on for three weeks, we're going to skip this week. And then we'll be back the week after that for uh, Flavor Odyssey. Uh, as far as next week on Smoke Night Live goes, uh, my first guest that I uh, had lined up couldn't do the show. So I will find a guest. It's going to be fun uh, next Friday night. And if not, we'll just do Ask Sensei again, Ooh. man. Who knows? Round this was two. actually a blast. Actually, the audience wants to do a Deep Thoughts with Sensei. Oh, Deep oh, Thoughts. Oh, that's a good one. We could do that because I'm a very... Very opinionated person. Mm-hmm. I am so opinionated that I make some people uh, angry. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, maybe. The people that aren't self deprecating. Maybe we could do uh, Deep Thoughts next. That's a good idea, Dojo. And, guys, uh, Dojo, here's the thing the, the greatest thing about the Dojo is the community. And uh, we've said that a million times. This community, it's just the best. There's no jerks. It just flows people have a good time that's what we love about the dojo and i want to just personally thank all of you guys for joining us tonight and all the fun stuff that we do on the dojo docella festival and uh, the beer tour which was amazing this year uh robbie randy chad kevin um bear all the guys that help us obviously matt and jordan here in the studio but man this is i don't feel like i work a day in my life matt because we get to hang out with guys like you and all the folks on the dojo, Barry and Bill CD and Steve Toth. And I could name a million guys, and then I'd leave a bunch of guys out. But uh, I just want to thank everybody for um, last week in particular, what a fun week it was. And I want to thank uh, Connor for showing up tonight uh, as our guest in the studio. And uh, But we'll, f- we'll get a good show. We'll do a good show next week. And uh, tonight, uh, we're not done. Yeah. Tonight on the Dojoverse, check into your favorite cigars. Share what you're drinking. Do some hashtag now playing. We want to hear the songs that you listen to while you're smoking cigars. Oh, Patrick says you have 20 whiskeys on the show next week. You have to drink a half ounce of each. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> We've got the whiskey now after the, yeah, after the, the party. That's true. Yeah, that is we true. We could do it. Yeah, but that would be a terrible show because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would be a fool at the end of the show. But anyway, thanks, ounce. everybody, for joining us tonight on Smoke Live. Until next week, remember, never, never smoke, smoke alone. alone. We'll see you guys next week. The Monte Cristo 1935 Nicaragua was one of the most highly rated cigars of the year. Expertly crafted by legendary blenders Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez, this cigar was blended to celebrate the 85th anniversary of the Monte Cristo line. It is hand rolled using all aged Nicaraguan tobaccos exclusively from AJ's farm. This bold cigar is bursting with rich notes of chocolate, leather, a dash of spice, and a smooth creamy finish. Enjoy one of the finest cigars of the year right now at jrcigars.com.